Hi, everybody. Happy Sunday. Welcome to the Sunday check-in. Um, if you are listening to this, that means you are a member of the Sober Mom Life Cafe, and I am so grateful. Thank you for supporting this space and the podcast and, and everything. That's uh, how this train keeps running. <laughs> oh my God, just thank you. I even make thank yous awkward, apparently. Um, wow, so it's early. It's what time is it? Oh, it's not that early. It's 6.50. The little one's already up. He's already up, up and going. Of course, I I was thinking about what I was going to talk about this morning, and if you were in the meeting on Friday, I thought that I would just, you know, um, talk a little bit about that. Not about, and if if you missed the meeting, um, I was asked what happened. We were talking about um, losing loved ones and supporting two of our wonderful members in in their journey, you know, toward grief and just the, all of the hard stuff that comes with that. And I was asked, because I've, I've shared a little bit about losing my dad and um, I, I, you know, I tiptoe around it. I say that it was like tragic and hard and awful. And, um, and I was asked if I would share what happened and I did. I'm not going to go into it again here because it, it it takes a lot. It I was I was telling everybody after I shared that you know, my whole body it felt like I went that it felt like I ran a marathon. Like my legs were like noodles. I I felt like I didn't have a bone in my body. Like I always think it's fascinating how stress or PTSD or trauma or grief or anxiety or fear or whatever, how, how our bodies, how it's stored in our bodies. And I, I always really notice that. I really notice where I feel stuff in my body. Um, I think that's from years and years of yoga. Like you're just, if you're, if you do yoga, you have to be very in tune with your body. And I am almost to a fault. <laughs> it's almost too much sometimes. Um, but yeah, and so I was, wow, did I feel depleted, really. And that's not to say that I didn't appreciate the question and then also the opportunity to share. Um, because, yeah, man, it's it's good. It's good to share. As I always say, when my mom was, when my mom came down and right after my dad died, and I would just, you know, be in my brain and not, not sharing. And she would say, just think out loud, you know, and that's such a release when you get to share and in a safe space, free of judgment. And when you get to just let it out and it doesn't have to make sense. It doesn't have to be this story. Like there doesn't have to be a beginning, a middle, and an end. It, it's just sharing how you're feeling, um, what you're thinking, and so sharing my story of of the end with my dad was really helpful, and I appreciated all of you who so kindly allowed me to do that and 
I always say you, you catch me when I jump. And that is, I think, the most beautiful part about this community. And, and I hope that you feel the same way. And I urge you that if you have something that's heavy, to help us carry it with you and to jump and trust that we will catch you because we will, I promise. We will hear you and we will listen and we will nod our heads and we will cry with you and we will send you all of our loving, supportive messages and reach out to you to see if you're okay and all of the things that will help make you feel supported. So um, I've seen it. I've seen the magic of this group. And so I just, I urge you that if if you are feeling something or going through something that you think no one can understand and it's too heavy and I don't want to bring the group down and oh but oh but it's Friday and I don't want to feel this way going into the weekend no that's all bullshit that is just all bullshit because it's in there anyway and if it's in there we got to get it out because what do we say if we don't? It becomes mold in the basement. Um, I feel like I need to make a mug out of that, but it's not good. So I'm not going to, don't worry. Um, but I say it so often that, uh, yeah, it's just true. I mean, it's just, I, I think it's like my favorite metaphor because it's so true, whether it's shame or fear or um yeah grief right grief is like probably one of the most complex feelings i've had to deal with and and dealing with it in sobriety um whoa right and if you were there on friday you kind of understand why my grief was was complex and and i'm definitely not comparing grief because grief just is a beast no matter how you cut it but i i had to deal with a lot of complex things and i still do when it comes to grieving and um losing my dad and so i think that i was talking to audrey after after the call because she's amazing and she always checks in on me <laughs> and uh we we're just talking about the fact that, you know, kind of like how we talked on Friday, that it's hard because th there's no way to tie it up in a bow and to say, and so, you know, here's the lesson and that's it. And then it's great. And we move on. I think grief in a lot of ways is just everlasting. And while it gets duller and it's not like that sharp edge, um, it's still ever present, at least for me. Hold on, I have to drink some coffee. And, but I, I, you know, I do try to find at least some sort of meaning in everything. I don't know if it's a lesson. Lesson sounds like, ugh, but maybe just meaning. And I was thinking about, you know, I often talk about that we are strong enough to feel our feelings in sobriety. And I think that that's been one of the biggest tricks is that somewhere along the way, we were taught that we decided um, that we weren't. 
that we just weren't strong enough to do it. Like, like that we didn't have what it takes to feel, you know, to feel uncomfortable at the party or to feel social anxiety or to feel left out or to feel not enough or to feel awkward or to feel out of place um, or to feel sad or to feel uh, overwhelmed or frustrated or pissed or like any anything. Think about why we drank, right? And so if we drank if we drank right when we got home from work, um, and you know, maybe that was us kind of telling ourselves that we're not strong enough to, to feel overwhelmed and to feel we're not, I don't know. I don't know, guys. I'm just, I'm just thinking through this. If we drank, you know, when we were getting ready for a party, we're not strong enough to feel social anxiety. Um, if we drank, I don't know, if we drank during the witching hour, we're not strong enough to feel touched out and overwhelmed and frustrated as a mom. Um, and that's, that's just not true. It's just not true. And I think that that's, if I could tell anyone who's in early sobriety, something, it would be that. And I, I think I come from a very kind of specific place in that I, I did feel, and if you heard the story on Friday, um, I, I have felt, um, I, I have felt, and one of the worst things that I, that could have happened, happened, right? as far as my dad and my relationship with my dad and how that, how it all ended. Um, and I still, I'm here. I am here. I did not drink. I felt, I felt feelings that I thought would topple me. And I thought that there's no way I am strong enough to withstand this. Not only can I, like, I, how can I continue to raise my children and have a happy home life? But I, I didn't even think I could withstand it. I thought they would break me. Like my heart was actually, it felt like it, it could just break. And I felt it. And I was strong enough to feel that. And so I think that if there is a gift in that, it's that. You know, and that happened, let's see, he passed away in March 2021. And I got, I stopped drinking January 2020. And so that happened just a little over a year into my sobriety. And I, if there is a blessing, it's that. It's kind of like my sobriety and like whether or not I could feel something was put to the ultimate test. And it was like, okay. If you can feel this, if you can feel this, which you can and you will, all of the other feelings are going to seem so inconsequential. And like, well, of course I can do that. I did this, right? It's it's like uh it's like facing a 5K after you've completed an Ironman. And it's like, oh well, yeah, I can 
Of course, I, I can go to a party and feel uncomfortable. D- got it. <laughs> done. Check. Done. Because I, yeah, I can do that. And so it's, I think, once again, it just all comes back to perspective, right? And this is also not to lessen the the pressure that we feel and how uncomfortable it can feel to be the only one drinking or the only one not drinking at a party. Like I, I completely understand that. And that can feel very, very big, especially for the first time. And those fears are valid. Okay. So I don't want, don't listen to this and think I'm like (sighs) dismissing those, those actual fears in early sobriety, the fears of those kind of feelings of being uncomfortable. I think that I just want to encourage you to use my story and my experience and those in your in your own life and look back and think about what you have what you have survived and what what feelings you've survived and without alcohol like look back to your childhood right um before we started using alcohol as a way to cope and numb and escape like what have you what have you gone through and and when you were little like what were you able to feel and and to let yourself feel of course because you didn't have a choice right but i i really think that we can use that in our sobriety journey to build ourselves up and to think oh right like i can feel uncomfortable I can feel uncomfortable. I can feel everything. I can feel all of these feelings that are new to me because I've I've washed them away with alcohol. But that was just a trick and that was just fear and that was just society and that was just yeah, my fear telling me that I wasn't strong enough. But of course I am. Look at all that you've been through. Of course we are strong enough to feel all of it all of it. And when I'm saying all of it, you guys, I mean all of it. And we don't know that until we give ourselves a chance. And that's why I always say, just give yourself a chance. That's it. That's all it takes is a chance. I gave myself a chance to to see if I could feel all of that stuff when my dad passed away. When everyone around me was drinking, I said, you know, I didn't want to drink, first of all, because I knew that if I was going to numb all of the shitty stuff, that I was going to numb the good stuff too. And I didn't want to numb my love and and my memories and how close I felt to him in his death. I just didn't want to numb that, and I still don't. And I also knew that it would just delay everything. I was like, okay, so I won't deal with it now. Well, then when do I, and how does it come out? right? Like I'm going to deal with it eventually and it's going to come out sideways. Um, I just, I hope that this, I hope this helps. This is just something I've been thinking about a lot since our conversation on Friday. And also, you know, feeling stuff, I want to make sure I'm clear. (laughs) Feeling stuff doesn't mean you just feel it all the time, right? Like after, so after our call, I talked to Audrey, I picked up my 
my now four-year-old, and uh, and then came home. Thank God I had a babysitter, but even if I didn't, I would have just put him on his iPad, and I watched um, Southern Charm. That's it. I, I had so much to do. I had so much work, but I just knew. I just laid in my bed, and I watched a show about people who have <laughs> other issues. Um that's and and that's a part of it. So when I when I'm talking about feeling your feelings, I'm not talking about feeling them all the time. And they that's the beautiful thing is they don't last that long. I felt them very strongly during our call on Friday. We cried together. I felt them, right? I can I continued to feel them after in a different way. It wasn't crying. It was in my body and it was right. And, um, and then I processed it. I was thinking about it. And then, and then I decided what I needed and what I needed was just not to feel and not to think anything, not through alcohol, but through some mindless TV. So then I could just kind of shut, shut that part off. That was enough feeling for today. You did a great job. You survived it. You're here. And now Let's escape into this horrible show for a little bit, and then we can feel a little bit like our bones are back in our body, and we can, you know, get up and do all the after-school things with our kids, right? Um, I think that if alcohol would have been in the picture, it would have been very different, a very different story, and I, and I would not, I would, <laughs> I would probably still be feeling the effects today, this morning. And instead, today we're going to Monster Jam. Man, and I want to see some trucks just doing some whatever they do. And it's funny because my dad and I went to Monster Jam. And so this will for sure make me think of him. Not that I don't already. Okay. I hope that I hope that this helps. I don't know. I, I just I, I want you to know how strong you are to feel everything. And I know it because uh I've been there. I've done the research, guys. Just <laughs> trust me until you learn that you can for sure trust yourself. And um, yes, and join us for our first topic meeting this morning at 9 a.m. Central. We are talking about socializing in sobriety and everything that goes with that. So we're talking about feeling uncomfortable at the party. We're talking about social anxiety. We're talking about how to tell friends we're sober when to do it? Is there a, a right time? Is there all of that stuff? And it's not like a presentation. This is this is like our regular meeting. So just come if you have a social situation that is, you know, feels sticky or if you've been there, you know, we've got some, we've got some very wise ladies in our group who have been through all of this. And so of course we would love to hear how you did it and how it was for you and any tips you may have. So come, all three of us are going to be there, mom, Audrey, and me. Um, this is exciting. We're going to do this on the third Sunday of every month. It'll be a new topic. So come, um, I sent the email with the link. You should have received it. If not, it is on the members only dashboard. If for some reason you can't find the link, shoot me an email, mykindofsweet at gmail.com, and then I will send it to you. And I hope to see you there. Otherwise, we have a full week of meetings. So exciting. I sent I sent the weekly uh, email this morning. So you should be receiving that with 
everything we have going on and all the links. Um, okay, everybody. Thank you. Thank you so much for your support and, and, and just being lovely and for real, the most supportive women on the internet. <laughs> Thanks, guys. Bye. Bye.